The Very Good Adventuring Team podcast contains crass, foul, vile, terrible, immature, and mature content. The last we heard of the Very Good Adventuring Team. The gang learned about the items currently on the job board. They gathered at the Sneaky Brisket to talk over which job to take. There was some discussion on how the town crier system works, and we learned of the alpha crier, Kevin Cuddles. Ferris is invited to fight in fight group again. We heard the town news for the day as cried by Peter. Stuart Soup shared with the gang his tale of woe and how his wife needed help rescuing from a cult. They agreed to go with Stuart to retrieve his wife. Some games were invented for In the Bar. Fjorten and Peter played slashy stabby soldiers as they waited for Jeff to return home from work. We learned a little bit about the Lich Cult. Their emblem is a big iron letter C. The gang stocked up on supplies. Travel south to the desert began, and the team is ambushed by orcs. You are meandering down the road, and you are ambushed by a group of orcs. Let me uh, scoot you guys on over to... How about this? This looks like a good place for a random encounter. Uh, so you guys are traveling with... Um, what's his nut? Uh... Stew. Stew. God damn, man. The soup. My shit together. Trying to cut down my alcohol and soda intake, and, well, it's just not working well for my brains yet, apparently. I wonder if I have a good wagon example in here. It's the Soupster. Super Soupster. How about that thing? We'll call that thing your big ol' wagon here. And then we got us orcs. From out behind some bushes, a bunch of orcs ambush y'alls. They are quiet enough that they do not get noticed immediately, um, but they are not so quiet that they get a surprise round on you. Um, tell me actually a little bit about how you guys would be traveling in this wagon. Do you guys have like one or two drivers? Are you hanging out in the back, walking in front, etc.? Be in the desert and all, and there's scorpions and snakes. I'd be in... Actually, I think I'd be out and about trying to check out the landscape, because uh, I'm very interested in those things. You guys are still kind of in the scrubland. You won't really get into the deserty sort of stuff tomorrow. Oh, gotcha. I'm still well, walking. For the time being. Much, oh, yeah. Watch right. much as possible. So on the outskirts, kind of like where we are. I imagine we're not going too fast. Peter, how about you? I'm driving. That sounds right. Jeff? What time of day is it? Uh, I would say at this point you're maybe like one o'clock or so. I'm walking alongside. My All right. big long legs, it's easy for me to keep pace with the donkeys. I would imagine so. Alright, and with that all settled out... Oh, and where's Stuart in all this? Is he, uh... Uh, Stuart is going to be a non-combatant in all of this. What? Alright. I saw how ripped he was. <laughs> Probably really handy with the ladle. 
He is pretty ripped, but Stuart swore off orgies and violence some time ago. <laughs> no more orgies. No more violence. <laughs> this, I swear. Just these two specific things, I swear. Just, this is it. Everything else is fine. Those two? Oh, no. All right, so... <laughs> Where there's violence inside Torchy. You got three orcs that are descending upon you. One of them got a six. One of them got a 15. One of them got a 20. I'm going to need all of you to roll for initiative. Da -da -da -da. Short roll. An 18. 10. 17. All right. Get the round marker in there. Sort by descending. Oops, the wagon's got a turn. The wagon does not get a turn. The wagon just sits still on its turn. <laughs> <laughs> the wagon ponders deeper mysteries. It's a vicious egg. Alright, so our first orc. Uh, and by the way, to describe the combat scene to the folks at home, there's a fairly narrow part of the trail here, uh, hence why the orcs picked the spot as an ambush. There is the wagon in the road. Peter and Fjordson are kind of just in front of it, and Jeff, I put about 10 feet out in front. And there is an orc to the northwest, southwest, and northeast surrounding our plucky heroes. Ooh, plucky. The very f Yeah, you guys can be plucky today. All right. The very first orc is the one in the northwest, and his closest target is going to be Peter. So that orc is going to charge at... Peter. You know what he's going to do when he charges at you, Peter? He's going to swing at you with his great axe. What? It's a great axe. Really fantastic. So he, just just the best. Just a just fantastic axe. That is going to be a 14 against your armor class. Does that orc hit you with his great, great axe? He does. Does. That'll be a grand total of 13 slashing damage to you, Peter. That, like, really really fucking hurt i mean really hurt oh i'm down to like eight hit points well you better do something fast then um but not this turn because right now it's fjordan's turn well the first thing i think in this is oh my god that looked like it hurt and so i'm going to use healing word mm. cast that for a range of 60 feet creature of your choice i can see all that is met and i can mm -hmm. within range gains 1d4 plus my spell casting ability mm. modifier mm -hmm. mm. so we're gonna go ahead and roll those dice for a total of six hit points back to mm, peter mm, peter take back uh, six hit points thank you yeah and for my movability here i'm gonna get my myself out of this dangerous situation because these guys uh hurt cool uh you can take advantage of the scrubby terrain that's around you uh the cart would also offer you some opportunities please feel free to use the terrain all right pew pew you shuffle away shuffled anything else on your turn uh no peter it is up to you um i'm gonna circle just around this orc that is uh, right up in my face. And to get between, basically I'm in between two orcs, and then I'm going to cast Thunderwave. Cool. I think Thunderwave originates from you, though, doesn't it? Like it doesn't emanate out in both directions. It's a... Uh, can you put it in the chat? Yeah, hold on. Yeah, I wasn't sure. It says uh, Thunder's Force sweeps out from you. A 15-foot cube originating from you. So does that mean it shoots out in front of me, or...? Um, so if you, let's see here, uh, so there wouldn't be a way for you to hit both of them no matter where you positioned yourself, uh, cause a 15 foot cube would be a three by three box. Let me just draw that real quick on the map to see. So you can get like a three by three and unfortunately in D&D you are restricted to the grid. It's like playing in Tron. With that said, I will let you recant your movement. Very well. I will then cast Heat Metal on the stupid orc in front of me on his great axe. Hooty hoo! 
You know, and it's funny, because I meant to look up Heat Metal, because when you told me that you were uh, going to take it, I was like, ah, shit, this is going to come up, like, right away. <laughs> uh, so, choose a manufactured metal object, such as a metal weapon or suit of heavy or medium metal armor that you can see within range. You cause that object to glow red hot. Any creature in physical contact with it takes 2d8 fire damage when you cast the spell. Until Oh, man, that's like an automatic hit thing. That's actually pretty sweet. Do, do, do. If it doesn't drop the object, it has disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks until the start of your next turn. All right, so let's start off with that 2d8 damage. Go ahead and roll that up for me. That would be a 10. Ooh, 10 damage. This guy has gone from fully healthy to bloodied in one fell swoop. And then they get to make a constitution saving throw or drop the object if it can. That's harsh. Mr. Orc, make a constitution saving throw. And your save is 12, it looks like? Yes. Alright, it has a 16 on that roll. Do, and then I'm just going to roll me up another D on my end. Oh, what a fool I've been. I could have been rolling that. All this stuff is regular dice. All right. And with that, it is going to choose to hold on to the axe, uh, which means it is going to have disadvantage on all attack rolls and ability checks until the start of your next turn. Do, do, do. So I'm going to put this little... But I put this red dot to indicate that it's red hot. <laughs> Would you like to do anything else on your turn, Peter? I... no. I'll stay where I am. Stand your ground. The orc to the southwest is going to... Let's see, what's he going to do? It is going to not just move, but it is also going to use its bonus action to move far enough to catch up with Fjorten. And it's going to take a big old great axe swing at you. Alright. That looks like an 11. 11 gonna hit you will miss. He comes a chugging along and I don't know man, maybe he just trips over that twig or something but that great axe swings wide. That's movement action and bonus action so we move over to Jeff. Alright. Seeing that first orc take a swing at Peter sent me immediately into a rage. Oh, oh. How dare you? So I am in a rage, and I run up to him, and I take <laughs> a big ol' swing with my hammer. Swing that big hammer, John Henry. Mm-hmm. And I roll a 25. A 25 will most certainly hit this orc. Four, six plus two for the rage for eight damage. Eight damage is enough to destroy our red-hot-axed orc, and he is gone from combat. Would you like to do anything else on your turn? Uh, I'd like to move up to this guy. Alright. I forget, does going into a rage consume your bonus action? It does, so I can't do that, can I? Oh no, you can do that. You still have all your movement, um, or you can take all of your movement separated like that, but the bonus action is a separate resource. We move down to the orc that you just moved up to, the one over in the northeast. And forgive me for not being creative enough to come up with names for these guys on the fly for you. That orc, well, you done stepped, so he's going to step right back and swing that great axe at you. Oh, man. He brings this axe up behind his head in a double axe handle maneuver, brings it down, and with an eight, Jeff just, like puffs out his chest and the axe bounces off of his I don't know, suspender buckle <laughs> and he is not able to do any damage to you Jeff with that axe swing so ends round one so begins round two, Fjorten it is up to you this guy found out where I was and I find myself surrounded which I'm not really a fan of so what I'm going to do is use my druid ability to change uh change shape i'll put in the dnd chat here too are you gonna change into a crow and fly away screaming fuck off, fuck off, fuck off. no i'm gonna turn into a constrictor snake 
What? A constrictor snake, a large beast, unaligned. Challenge rating one quarter, so you can most certainly do that. Well, you're a big fucking snake now. Oh yeah. And what I would like to do is, in fact, constrict. So, um, able to reach. What five. does your, what does your uh change your wild shape consume? Is that a bonus action? Let's see. That was actually that when we did that. Up the bum. You read another form. Oh, thank you, because that is actually an action. Well, unfortunately, then you cannot constrict, at least on this turn. Nope. But you are all snaked out. I'm all snaked out at the moment, and so I'm bigger, I'm badder, I'm snakier. And a constrictor snake has 13 hit points, so I'm going to put a 13 in this little bubble here to indicate your temporary hit points as a snake. I'm a snake. Is there a, is there a snaky icon in this list of icons? It's actually all around weaker than my guy right now, but I want to. So, that's what we're doing. That's a big old pool of hit points that you can soak. That's right. I'm going to put this snail icon on you because I don't have a snake <laughs> icon. <laughs> what, they what both is, start with, you know, similar letters, so. What is a snail but a snake inside of a shell? Right? Fucking right. <laughs> that seems like stoned wisdom. Anything else on your turn, good sir? Nope, we are gonna sit here being snake. You're gonna settle into being a snake? Oh, that was probably really terrible on the microphone. Cool. Peter, over to you. I'm gonna cast Heat Metal on the orc in front of Fjorten. Orc in front of Fjorten. Are you gonna do it on the, the axe again? Yes, I am. Right on. Give me another roll for DMG. That would be four. Four is less exciting than ten, but it's still damage. And uh, let's see here. So they need to make, what was it again, a constitution save? Uh, That's a twelve. And they have a plus three to constitution, so he is able to choose. And they choose. They choose to drop it. Hot, hot, hot. That orc is displeased with a hot great axe, and so they toss it to the ground and are weaponless, but do not get the disadvantage. This axe is hot, hot, hot. Uh, what can we do? What what sweet icon do we have for... Oh, there's like a no symbol. You know what? I never looked at these before, but if I, if I hover my mouse over them, each of these things has a name. And I never knew that that... So the thing I just clicked on there is called Interdiction. Oh. Oh, and the snail one's just called Snail. <laughs> I thought these would have way cooler names. Anyway. Why is uh, why is there Interdiction over uh, the guy who's with me? Is that who Peter worked on? I thought so, right? Yes. Oh. Yeah. Who was the guy who just died then? That was the one that was off to the west. Yeah, I thought that's not who you did the, the medal on. I cast it again on the orc in front of you. Oh, okay, I, I'm sorry, I missed that. You cast it twice. It has been casted twice. Casted. <laughs> are you, by the way, are you, or now that you're a snake, are you really into snake jazz? <laughs> anyway. New episodes of Rick and Morty coming out May 3rd. <laughs> Super excited. Finally. Yeah. Makes me really mad at them. Do you hear fucking Justin Ryland's making another show? What? What the fuck has he got to do that's better than Rick and Morty right now? I don't fucking know. Apparently it's... And everybody's like, it's like Rick and Morty, but even more over the top. Like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> How about you fucking do the thing that you're supposed to be doing that you have a contract to do and not make other shows? Anyway... Peter, would you like to do anything else on your effective turn? Yeah, I'd like to use my bonus action to give Fjorten some bardic inspiration. How would you inspire him? What kind of bard... What what uh, what way would you inspire as a bard? Um, I, I guess I'd give him like a, a nifty little rhyme and then maybe give him the, the finger guns or something. Nice. <laughs> You can do it. You're a snake. This orc's gonna be a piece of cake. That, yes. 
That's that's exactly it. And then pew pew. I don't know, you guys couldn't see it, but I was doing finger guns on my end here. Okay, a little inspiration uh, over to Fjorten. Let's give him a... Let's give him a chained heart to, to go there. That'll be his inspiration. And we move on over to the orc. The orc that's over by Fjorten. Uh, what he's gonna do... How long does the, the heated metal last? It seems like it's pretty rapid. Up to one minute. Oh, it's up to... Oh, so as long as you're concentrating on it. Yep. Are you continuing to concentrate on this hot, hot metal? I am. Sweet. All right, so he is not going to go for that. Hot, hot, hot. He says, I can't go for that. No, no can do. Um, and instead, he's going to... Oh, Fjorten's a snake, too. Uh-huh. Um, uh, let me... Oof, let's roll some dice then. Every His whole world's changed in the last six seconds. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The orc, who I just rolled a 24, uh, which I guess I don't really know what that means, but what it, what it means right now is that he is going to take the disengage action, and he is going to run 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30 feet away from you, Fjorten. And, uh leaving his axe behind, but he pulls out a javelin. Oh. Uh, but he took the disengage action so that he wouldn't get an attack of opportunity from you, so he does not get to attack. But he has a javelin, all right. Uh-huh. And then, Jeff, we're going over by you. See what you want to do. I'm going to club this guy upside his head with my hammer. Do it. <laughs> Ooh, nine. A niner. A niner, unfortunately, is not enough to hit. He just, uh, much like you, just shouldered up to uh, his big old axe. He shoulders up to your hammer, and uh, he just catches it at a weird angle, and it does not hurt him. Ah, uh, F you, orc. But it continues to make you angry. Now that orc is going to strike right back. We're just trading blows here. That's going to be a dirty 20. That clearly hits me. Should, should hit you. He's going to do six slashing damage to you. Uh, three, actually. Oh, that's right. Halved for your angry anger. You and your and that is, puny axe. That is the end of that. We begin round three of combat. Fjorten, what would you like to do on your turn? My turn. I noticed that my orc friend who now has a javelin is exactly 30 feet away. So I'm going to go and slither on over, crawl up his orc legs, and do the old constrict motion at him, which is a 1d8 plus 2. And he needs to make a... Wait, I think if that hits, he is grappled, and the target, the target is grappled, escaped DC 14 until this grapple ends. Right the fuck on. Why don't you give me your attack roll? Alright, 1d8 plus 2. Oh, this is actually, I do like this roll feature so you don't have to figure out the plus 1, plus 2, and all that nonsense. Doop, doop, whoop. Oh, I, that wasn't the attack roll. That was just a attack. That would be your damage on hit. Yeah. For your constrict, you're gonna do a d20 plus 4. Presumably, your constrictor snake is proficient in constricting. <laughs> I would think so. You're right, I'm just going to do a boldy 20 plus 4 into that. Ooh. So it'd be a total of 14. Um, it's a 1d20 plus 4, so it's actually 16. Oh, it is just automatically plus 4. Yeah, so 16, thank you. It's like if you're attacking with any other kind of weapon. Yeah. With a 16, you, sir, are able to successfully constrict on this here orc. That orc is restrained. Haha. -ha. By the way, a restrained creature's speed becomes zero, and it can't benefit from any bonus to its speed. Attack rolls against that creature have advantage, and the creature's attack rolls have disadvantage. And, and, the creature has disadvantage on dexterity saving throws. And then for that bludgeoning on a hit would be 1d8 plus 2, which would equal 6. 
A grand total of six damage against this dude gets him down to the bloodied territory, which is mighty nice for you, and is restrained. Weaponless and restrained. What a crappy day for this orc. We're going to give him this little wrench icon to indicate that they're getting worked on. <laughs> Anything else you'd like to do on your turn, Snake Fjorten? I'm feeling pretty satisfied about that. Excellent. Peter, it is over to you. Alright, I'm going to run up to the orc in front of Fjorten and chop him with my longsword. Fjorten Orkin. Uh, 18. 18 is certainly enough to score a hit. That would be 4 damage. 4 damage. You get this guy all the way down to wrecked, but he is still alive. That's it. As you pierce with your long sword. All right, we move over to that orc. Oh man, what does that orc want to do? I think more than anything right now, that orc probably wants to get out of there. That orc is going to make a strength check uh, with an escape DC of 14. Let's see how they go. They are pretty strong. Uh, rolled a 17 plus two is 19. He is able to escape your grapple. Uh, so let's remove this wrench icon and is going to attempt to flee. Unfortunately, it does not have an action remaining to disengage. And so instead it's just going to run. That gives in order Fjorten and then Peter an opportunity attack should you decide to take it. I do decide to take it. As do take I. Take it away. Uh, you are still a constrictor snake, so you are still on the bite melee weapon attack. Uh, so give me a d20 plus four. Plus four. That'll be for a 19. Mm, a 19 is going to score a hit. Give me a 1d6 plus two piercing damage. That'll be for a six. A six. I don't know why I made you roll it in the first place, because you only had one hit point left, but... <laughs> It's always satisfying to know that you did well or not. One orc remains in combat. Jeff, it's your turn. Swing my hammer at this fella. A 17 is surely enough to hit. And, ooh, 15 plus 2. Good God! I, I have I never seen you do that much. Exploded him. <laughs> uh, you swing your mighty hammer from back around your head, and then you do the uh, log splitting. Or, uh, what the fuck would you call that? The pull forward. Uh, and you push his head into his body. <laughs> 17 is more than enough to kill, as they only had 15 hit points. And that, my friends, is the end of combat. Yay. Fantastic. Hootie hoo. Hootie hoo. There are any loot bodies or orc bodies to loot? Lootin' bodies, lootin' bodies, lootin' bodies. There are some lootin' bodies to loot. And let me take a quick look at what there is for lootin' bodies to loot. I can find in my long list things to loot from the bodies. Searching through three orcs, you find that there are. Uh. Well, first of all, 200 experience points, which is sweet. Ooh, I will find that. And then you find nine gold. As I look upon the ground of these slain orcs, do I find that the great axe can be used? Indeed, the great axe can be used. They also have some leather armor, should you decide to try and rework that. That's about all they've got on them. That would be any uh, value. Well, I would... 100% uh, go for one of the orcs, possibly the one I'm using right now, I'm at right now, and grab the, the leather from him, waste not, want not kind of style, and grab the leather armor and a great axe from him. Sure, sure. Go ahead and go ahead and do that. Peter, Jeff, would you like your very own great axe and leather armor set? I don't want any great axes, but um, take a look at that leather armor. Leather armor is going to be just like leather armor. Uh, let me see here. Leather armor is... It is a breastplate and shoulder protector, uh, protectors that are made of leather and have been stiffened by being boiled in oil. 
The rest of the armor is made of softer and more flexible materials. It'll grant you an AC of 11. Right, that doesn't sound right. Doesn't it get you something with your dexterity? Do, do, do. Where are you? Leather armor. Gooby dooby doo. Some work to do now. Ah, yes, indeed. It is 11 plus your dexterity modifier for leather armor. I see. Um, I think I'm wearing leather armor already. How do I even see if it's... Do you want grosser leather armor? Uh-uh. will pass. I guess I'll just, uh, leave that smelly leather armor there. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Cool, 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 cool. Is that... Are, how much is a great axe worth? Uh... Let me pull out my table here again. I mean, fuck it. Just throw it in the wagon. Maybe we can sell it. And the armor, too. I mean, shit, we got a wagon. We can get a little something for it, so... That's right. You can go ahead and throw your shit in there. Great axes are... Well, you could buy a great axe for 30 gold. Um, and the way that I typically do this, just to make it seem kind of like it makes sense in the world, is I take... Uh, whatever the list price is is in the book for the sale prices for things, and I take 10% off of that. So if it's 30, you could sell it for 27. Fuck yeah. What about the orc bodies? Can we make fucking soap out of them or something? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Do you know Tyler Durden? Just saying. I mean, you know, if you want to haul some bodies around, like, I'm not going to stop you. You got a whole wagon. I don't think I want those smelly bodies with us. Alright. Fair enough. Like they've already evacuated their balls. They have? Okay. Well then, in that case... Actually then, it, wouldn't it be... That'd be the best time to take an orc body is after it's already... Were <laughs> <laughs> are you gonna strip them naked and clean them? Yeah. No. Yeah. Like a good Skyrim player? Okay. Alright. Alright, so you guys got some sets of leather armor and some great axes. I am expecting you to track that in your inventory, and I'm not going to do it for you. And you move on from this place. Do 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 do. Salam, VGAT fans! How is this day treating you? I can only hope it's the best day you've had so far. Or, failing that, at least the best day you've had in recent memory. Friends, I wanted to remind all of you that we have a website because we are a thoroughly modern podcast with things to tell the world. It's a relatively simple site, but it does contain precious information. If you're looking to subscribe, you can find links to all of your favorite podcast aggregators or the RSS feed direct. You can also listen to episodes right from the site. You can find links to important other sites related to VGAT, such as our Twitter, Facebook, and Patreon pages. But perhaps most importantly, you can find the artwork we've had commissioned. We've literally had work done around the world at this point. Obviously America, but including, you know, Australia and South Korea. We're very happy to have been able to commission this work and help other small-time artists like ourselves. It's been possible largely because of the support of you, our phenomenal fans. Of course, that support mainly goes into keeping the podcast live with hosting and equipment, but we do try to get some artwork done to make this all even cooler for you when we can. Well, that's about all I gotta throw out there for you today. Let's get back into the action. Alright, boys, so you were on your journey south towards the desert. The desert just happens to be the place where uh, not only can you find this cult, or so you are told by Stuart Soup, but you may also find, you hope, some uh, some spice for Duga. Oh, I hope so. We're halfway through the first day. Josh, you 
Josh, you get to roll the next random encounter dice. Give me a d20 roll. 15. Well, that right there is going to be another random encounter. Holy shit. With treasure? Treasure. Uh, treasure. No, it's not treasure this time. Oh. Jerry, you're going to want to give yourself your hit points back. And let's see here. Don't forget, guys, we have a potion of poop yourself. Mm-hmm. And a potion of itchy butthole. <laughs> but it's very important. What would we do with a potion of itchy butthole? I don't know. What are we, what are we going to do with a potion of poop yourself? <laughs> I think I'll remind all of you that you're limited only by your own creativity. Hopefully nobody gets both of those. That would be... Oh, that'd be an unfortunate combination. We had a rest after the last encounter. You have not rested. You are simply continuing to travel along the road. Uh, I will say that you can take the benefit of a short rest should you decide to do so. I was just wondering how Fjorten got his hit points back. Oh, I did not. Um, I didn't get hit last time. Oh, that's right. Here I told Peter to reset his hit points. Yeah. Too late. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> don't you, uh... Why don't you cash in one of your hit dice and we'll call it even. Cool. Alright, so... You continue along the road and we're just... Yeah, we're just gonna use that same sweet, sweet map. When suddenly... Oh, look at these guys. Oh no. What is it? Whoop. Whoop. Those alligators. And whoop. They are giant lizards. So sure, they can be alligators. You are walking down the road, down this dusty scrubland trail uh, with your wagon. Peter, I'm assuming you got back up into the wagon. Fjorten, did you want to ride in the wagon? In the front or the back? Nope, well, I'll be uh, just kind of walking along. You're kind of walking along. Jeff's kind of walking along. These guys are a little hard to see against the scrubland. There's four of them, I see. Four of them. We're going to give them a little red tint so they stand out against the background. Give them kind of a salamandery look. Salamandery. Salamandery. Play that word in Scrabble. <laughs> Is that a place that sells salamanders? A salamandery. Going down to the salamandery. You know, down in the salamander district. It sounds to me like a name that somebody made up. When they're like, oh yeah, if you know everything, what's that lizard called? And they were like, Salaman. Oh, Salaman, it's a dur. Salamander. Well, anywho, I would like each of you to roll me some initiative. I think you guys just come up upon these guys and nobody surprises anybody because they weren't really trying to be sneaky. The cart does not get a turn. The fuck is this? Seven. Eight. Mm, Peter? What am I doing? Initiative. D&D &D things. Wow. Nineteen. Your abomination Reddit feed thing. What's wrong with sexy centaurs? <laughs> it was one of the weirder things you came back with, but not the weirdest. Oh, I have so many weirder. So many. Vigat. After hours. Have you been stockpiling for when we all get together again? Probably should. I've prepared a PowerPoint for all of you. <laughs> no, no, no. Jerry Explores Reddit would be a good YouTube show. <laughs> <laughs> Every episode begins with, oh God, oh God, oh God. <laughs> oh God. Do, 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 do. Okay. I want Jerry to explore Reddit to be a subreddit. Every day I can just look on there and see what Jerry finds. Jerry's Reddit hole? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Some of it's, like, downright disturbing. Uh, we know. The egg thing that you found? Yeah. And there was, like, a whole subreddit of that. You know, it's one thing to, like, find something that's weird, but then it's another to find something that's weird and super popular. That That's when it becomes an art. Was that popular? Oh, yeah. It had a lot of activity. That's so weird. Like, I know, like, cartoon porn and stuff like that is... Like, there's more than enough of it out there. But, like... That specific subgenre of cartoon porn is that's oh, just weird, man. I don't I don't get the appeal, I guess. I don't know what to anyway. I don't know why I'm trying to get into this. It's bizarre like how somebody develops that kind of fetish. 
you know, you could see, like, I don't know, feet or something like that. Like, you can imagine a way somebody got sexually attracted to feet for some other, some reason. I can't imagine it. Yeah, same. But really? Sure. It's more plausible than, like, eggs being pushed into a cartoon lady. Right. That's all I'm saying. Like, because, I mean, like, these kind of things happen, like, because you associate something, you know, feet to whatever, being aroused. But, like, how would you ever be exposed to that thing? Like, that is just... I don't know, feet? You know, you, how, do you, how do you imagine somebody making that association between that and boners? Like, I just, I don't see how you get from A to Z. Like, they saw a chicken come out of an egg, uh, an egg come out of a chicken once, and they're like, oh, oh, oh. Well, and like, perhaps more importantly, that you one day went on the internet and then randomly discovered, like, you were like, hey, is anybody else into this? And like 20,000 people are like, yeah, welcome to the club. We have, we have art. <laughs> like, how, how did that many people spontaneously decide that that was... Because there's no way, there's no way like one person was into it, made the artwork, and then a bunch of other people were like, oh, I'll jerk it to that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that seems like my jam. (laughs) It's like, oh, I don't know. Henry hated the internet before yesterday, but now he's just on it. I don't get it. I don't know what he found. Do you think it was in like a movie or something? Or there's like some, because there had to be a, a step before that. Aliens. Aliens is probably what's responsible. Sure. Everybody oh. watched Alien and then got super turned on by Sigourney Weaver, and then that's what did it. Oh no, she's not attractive. Not to me personally. Good fart for emphasis. She has very sharp features. Like, I feel like her face would cut me. <laughs> you'd use it in a fight? Yeah. There's no way you'd let her play your trombone. I'll shiv you with Sigourney Weaver. So, Peter... You are the first to act in giant lizard combat. There are, in fact, four giant lizards surrounding y'alls. Oh, no. They have shaken themselves up out of the dirt and brush around you. Tell me how you would like to react to this. How big are these lizards? Um, it does say that they are giant, but they are... They are... Oh, wait, maybe I'm misrepresenting them on the map. They are large. I think a large creature may be... Does a large creature take two squares? Why do I look things up in books when I have the internet? Effing books. Fuck books. A large creature occupies a 10 foot by 10 foot space. And so are are pretty big. So I'm going to stretch out these icons on the map that I did not represent properly. Oh, and I'm going to turn them so they're facing you. No, I'm scared. I will cast Victor's Attractive Laughter. Oh, <laughs> on the nearest lizard. On the nearest lizard to you. Uh, so let's just call that maybe. Do you want to do the one that's immediately south of Jeff or to the right of Jeff? Those two are both fairly close. To the right of Jeff. Let's call that giant lizard you. In fact, let's name all of these lizards real quick because I, you know, I didn't do that last time and, and it, it felt felt wrong. To not have names. Let us all name them. Oh, yeah, I named one. Okay, uh, Jerry, you get the next one. I wasn't gonna... I didn't think you'd call me first. Uh, Jimmy. Jimmy McGill. Sam, what would you like the next giant lizard to be named? Snappers. 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 I found a snapping turtle in my garage the other day. Oh. I saw that. Did it bite you? No. We tried to... Well, like, I tried to piss it off. But it was pretty. It was a pretty mellow turtle. I think it had just woke up from its uh, hibernation. Like its shell was all crusted with mud and shit. Still, like it just popped out. I think it was probably a female looking for a place to lay her eggs. So we brought her down to the pond and put her down there. Josh, what would you like the giant lizard, your giant lizard, to be named? Sherman. Sherman, it is. So Jimmy, Hugh, Snappers, and Sherman. And I put an extra Z on the end of snappers, mostly because it was a typo, but I left it because it was great. Penicillin was an accident, too. So our turn order, just to refresh through that, is Peter, Hugh, Fjorton, Jeff, Sherman, Jimmy, and Snappers. Thank you. (laughs) Peter, you are at the top of the order. You cast Victor's Attractive Laughter, and you cast it on Hugh. Let uh, Let me see how that turns out. Is that a save for me? 
Looks like a wisdom, wisdom saving throw. Giant lizard, how wise are you? You are neutrally wise. Oh, he's super fucking wise. Oh, that's a 17, which I'm assuming beats your... What's your save? Probably a 13 right now? It is a 12. Oh, that sucks. Unfortunately, you do not get to hear a hue lizard laughing. I feel like it would laugh like that, you know, that one dog that was bad in old cartoons. You know the dog I'm talking about? What was his name? Are you thinking of the dog, like, from Duck Hunt, where it comes up and laughs at you? No, but it's a similar thing. You're talking about the one that was in the the race thing? Maybe. (laughs) You know, the race war that they had in the cartoons. No, it was... was, What the fuck was that? It was... I know what you're talking about. Hang on. Dog from cartoon race. Wasn't it like Snidely Whiplash's dog or some shit? And the dog is Muttley. Muttley, yes. His partner is Dick Dastardly. (laughs) (laughs) Of course that's his partner. As partner in quotes. The dog had a really wheezy laugh. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think Sam was doing it, but it doesn't pick up well. No, but I know what you're talking about there. Oh. <laughs> Dick Dastardly has a big head. Funny enough, he's laughing in the image. <laughs> Dick Dastardly. Look at him. You can tell he's bad with that mustache. He's like the original Wario. I'm a Wario. Anywho, um, Peter, did you have anything else you would like to do on your turn? Besides failing miserably? No. Excellent. We move over to Hugh, and Hugh wants a piece of you. Hugh's going to get right up in your grill. Oh my goodness. He slithers on over there, and he's going to try and bite you. A 23 seems like a successful bite to me. That'll be seven piercing damage for you, mm, Peter. That's Hugh's turn. Now we move on over to Fjorten. I would like to, now that Hugh is in front of me, cast Thunder Wave. Thunder Wave. Dun-dun. Which is a 15-foot cube. And then everything within that cube will be getting 2d8. Um. So the cube is, uh, its origin is centered on you. If you wanted to hit both Hugh and Schnappers, you'd have to move to the east one square. Oh, it is centered on me. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like it goes five feet on either side of you and then forward. And I don't really want to be between all three of them, though. That's gonna suck. And then you'll get it in that box that I just drew, so that right. encompasses both of them. Right in that box. Toss her down the box. Down right in the box down there. All right. All right. Thunder wave. So they each need to make a constitution saving throw. DC 13. They are reasonably constituted at a plus one. Let us roll for Hugh first. Hugh with an 11 fails. And then we roll next for Snappers. Ooh, Snappers is able to save with a 17. Oh. Uh, is that, by the way, do they take half damage on a successful save? Is it their half damage and they're not pushed? How is that? possible on a 2d8 right that's the the damage it should be doing is 2d8 yep how do i get an eight so you rolled a seven and a one so i did roll both of them yes sir oh not that or it could be a, a four and four or a three and a five okay it could be a five and a three i thought i was gonna roll them separately all right well that sucks um on a successful it takes half as much uh damage and uh, on a success, they are pushed, correct? That's correct. In addition, unexecuted objects that are complete within the area effect are automatically pushed 10 feet away from you. So Snappers, I'm sorry, Snappers, <laughs> takes their four damage, and Hugh, uh, Hugh to be pushed 10 feet is going to get pushed over to there, because they kind of bounce off of Jimmy, and take their eight damage. Anything else on your turn, Mr. Fjorton? Nope, that looks like it's the ball game. Jeff, it is over to you. An array There's of one thing I fucking hate, it's lizards. So I immediately fly into a blinding rage. Why do you hate lizards so bad? Oh, if only you knew. They're all scaly and gross. If only I did know. They have salmonella in their mouths. They do? Oh yeah. Lizards are deadly poisonous in their mouths. 
I think you meant Salamander Ella. Salamander Ella. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, the sight of these stupid lizards sends me into a, a rage. So I'm pissed. Okay. Ah, a few lizards. <laughs> so I run up here and I clock uh, this one upside his head. I can't see his name. Jimmy. Upside your head. I said, mm, upside your head. Woo. Big two handed swing with the old Warhammer. Do it. Do it. Do it now. And that's a 10. That's not great. Regrettably, a 10 does not strike Jimmy, your Warhammer. Uh, maybe these giant lizards have, what do they call that? Like the goiter, you know, like the the fluffy neck shit. I don't know how to describe that. Nope, nobody's got any help for me on fluffy neck shit. <laughs> nope, I know what you thought. A uh, little turkey neck. A goiter's not fluffy. It's like just a fucking tumor on your goddamn neck. Mm-hmm. Gross. What do they call that? Like, it makes it me uncomfortable to even think about goiters, and that's a gross word, too. It's like moist <laughs> for ladies. A moist goiter. <laughs> Fucking gross. That's our uh, that's our punk band name, the Moist Goiters. <laughs> <laughs> that is a great punk band name. Yep. <laughs> the Moist Goiters. There's got to be a subreddit for band names. That's oh, easy karma. Sure. Put that in there. Up next, ladies and gentlemen, the Moist Goiters! Uh, so let's see, how does this subreddit even work? You know what I hate is the new Reddit layout. Yes, confirmed. Fucking sucks. The new layout? The only thing I noticed that was different was the awards. Submit your ideas for band names, good, bad, or ridiculous. If you post your own band's name, please let us know. And I guess people just upvote it. Alright, well, we're fucking putting in the Moist Goiters in here. Karma Farmer. Also a good band name. Oh, I like this one at the top, actually. Constructive criticism against the machine. (laughs) (laughs) Sherman. Sherman the Giant Lizard. On Sherman's turn. Sherman's gonna get to the rear of Fjorton. Nobody wants that. They're going to try and bite your bottom. Oh, and with a 23. They bit my bottom. They're going to take nine piercing damage to the butthole. Bit my bottom, dollar. Tased me in my butthole. Conveniently, your guy looks like he's holding his ass. (laughs) Ouch. (laughs) My buttholes. (laughs) Jimmy is right by Jeff, and after getting their, uh, their neck jubblies jubbled around, they are going to take a bite at you. And a 20. Man, I just can't fucking miss. 20 hits you, right? Yes, sir. That will be... That is going to be 7 divided down to 3 piercing damage. And... Because uh, you're in a rage, right? Yep. So you take half damage. And we get over to Schnappers. Schnappers is going to attack Fjorten too. Oh, get off me, Schnappers. Schnappers. Schnappers is going to try and bite you. Oh, that's an 18. Does that hit you? That's going to hit me. That's 7 piercing oh. damage from Schnappers. Oh, God. And we return to the top of the order. We'll now start off with round two. By the way, sometimes I think I missed my calling as a baseball announcer. Yeah, actually, you would be pretty good at that. You should apply for, like, a... I don't know what you would do in the cities. There's got to be town ball and shit. There's got to be what? Like, town ball. Like, they... Like, well, like, down here, they'll put Montgomery Mallards games and shit on the local radio station. Oh, sure. That's a big commitment, though. Yeah. And also, I don't love baseball and i feel like you need to love baseball to want to announce baseball i don't know about well if there's money in it but like that's a long climb but you would be good at it i think where you going there peter i'm gonna go peter just shoved himself into a lizard between two lizards between two lizards uh remember that thunderwave is a cube that originates from you but you are a edge of that cube so if you wanted to hit both hugh and jimmy you'd probably actually want to be one space back from where you are or one space to the north, sorry, of where you are. Here? There you go. There you go. Alright. So I move between two lizards, and I cast under... That box that I just drew on the screen would represent, so you're always on the edge of the cube in the center. Alright, that is going to be another constitution save. Let's see how constituted these giant lizards are. Let's start off with... Jimmy. Jimmy Dunn rolled an 18. Jeez. Hugh... Roll the 21. Oh my god. You're in a fucking roll. You should go to the casino and play craps. Seriously. I have not rolled under... 
Oh no, I rolled an 11 earlier, but that's the worst roll I've had tonight. Alright, that's going to be half damage for each of them, so three gets rounded down to one, and neither of them are pushed. I did two damage. You're welcome, guys. Peter, did you want to do anything else on your turn? Nope. Well, Hugh is not happy about that. Hugh is going to bite back. Man, that's a 17. That's got a hit. That'll be six piercing damage as Peter gets nipped away at by Hugh. Fjortin, you are surrounded by Sherman and Schnappers. What would you like to do about that? I'm going to take the disengage action. Mm-hmm. Whoa, that's some advanced, advanced level fucking D&D shit right there. Yeah, exactly, right? Right? And then I'm going to scoot and boogie. Uh, Will you hoot scoot and boogie? Hoot it, scoot it, and boogie it down near Jeff here. Kind of behind him like a coward. Hey, I feel like we're getting pretty fucked up here. Oh, yeah. Maybe I should try to use that plot point. I'm trying to think how you would use a plot point in this 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 uh this effing scenario here. And all of a sudden, all the lizards have roller skates. Whoa! <laughs> it's raining ball bearings. <laughs> what a weird freak accident that is totally weird. Yeah, I'm gonna have to think of that. But first, I want to do a uh, healing word as a bonus action. Excellent. You can give that plot point some uh, some thought and some time. Myself here for another seven hit points. You are healed for seven hit points, and we move down to Jeff. Jeff, what are you going to do on your turn? You've got Jimmy straight in front of you who has taken one point of damage. Hugh has taken a little bit more and is just shy of bloodied. I saw these guys up here take swipes at my friend, and that pissed me off, so I run up there. Give the old two-hander to Snappers. Snappers. Oh, snappers. Oh, snappers. Snappers, I'm going to cave your skull in. <laughs> 17. 17 will definitely hit this time. 4. 15 plus 2, 17. Whoa, you crush snappers' skull. Or should I say his spine? Snappers. Oh, yeah. Snappers is gone from the turn order. Oosh. You have slain one giant lizard. Would you like to do anything else on your turn? We move down then to Sherman. Sherman just watched as you schnappered schnappers, and they are going to come down and take a bite at you. Perhaps even a bite out of crime. Does anybody else remember McGruff the crime dog? Everybody remembers McGruff. Jerry, I have a Reddit assignment for you. Find a cartoon of McGruff fucking somebody. McGruff the crime dog? Yep. McGruff the crime doggy style. McGruff. <laughs> McGruff making it rough. Oh, 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 McGruff likes it, McGruff. Take a bite out of mine. <laughs> <laughs> bite out of behind. Purely butt biting videos. Sherman's bite is going to be a 14 against your AC, Jeff. Does that hit you? Let's see. Uh, yes, it does. Just barely. Alright, then you will take 9 divided down in half will be 4 piercing damage for you. Oh, I'm so mad. I bellow at him, just screaming his face. <laughs> and then we're going to move over to um, Peter. Uh, or rather, Jimmy is going to move over to Peter and take a bite. But alas, with a 9, as Jimmy is waddling at you, whatever giant lizards would do, they slip a little in the gravel and do not take a bite out of crime. Top of the order, round three. Peter, it's up to you. Campaign 2, episode 21, This Axe is Hot, 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 was released on May 10th, 2020. 
Join us again next week as we heat metal and melt hearts on... Vegan! 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 The Very Good Adventuring Team! Mazzy! Do you know I'm trying to make a podcast? God!